Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. So hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. Today, we have Madison with us from the Get Up and Glow podcast, and I came across her podcast, and it was very close to mine. So if you like my podcast, definitely check out hers. But today, we're going to talk all about becoming the ultimate version of yourself. So Madison, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about just everything about you and your podcast? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am 24 years old. I'll be 25 at the end of January. I am from Toronto, Canada, and I currently work from home in digital marketing, but I have a passion for all things pink, style, glow up, girly, self-improvement related, and I am so passionate about breaking the stigma that like stereotypically feminine women are not smart because we truly are thriving Elwood's girlies. And I feel like that's not talked about enough that we can love pink. We can love makeup. We can love all things girly and be smart women too, which is why I created the Get Up and Glow podcast, like essentially to become like the glow up fairy godmother for women who want to embark on their self-improvement journeys and embrace their inner it girl and just have like a safe space for just girly feminine energy. Oh my goodness. I love that, especially because I feel like if you want to like girl boss, it's like you have to be masculine, period. And I'm like, "Mm, you can have a really nice balance. And I think I saw somewhere on your story today that you're posting a video on that where it's like balancing masculine and feminine um, to kind of create your ultimate version of yourself. So yes, absolutely. I think it's so important to have both in us and be able to work towards our goals, which is like us leaning in into our masculine, but also it is totally fine and okay. And so fun to lean into our feminine energy. And I think like we can both really, like women can thrive having both in like perfect harmony. Exactly. So I love to just start off the podcast kind of setting the mood, like where are you coming from today? What did you kind of, what kind of mood are you in? So earlier this weekend, I had a holiday themed wine night with my friends where everyone brings a different bottle of red wine and we all rate it. I came in third out of eight. So I'll take that as a win. (laughs) Uh, And then today I just did a little bit of a Sunday reset. I had a massage earlier today. I've been cleaning my apartment. I'm feeling very relaxed, ready for a fresh new week. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, today I was at the nail salon getting my nails done because I need my nails done. Otherwise I will just like be picking at my nails and bothering them. And so it's like just a more self-care stuff, um, self-care Sundays as always. So, and then why don't you give us a high and a low of the week? Sure. I also love the self-care Sundays. I'm all for that. <laughs> my low of this week was honestly, it was a really rough week out of like the whole year. I had the worst period probably of the year. I was so burnt out, so tired. I started off the week being like, I am ready. I am motivated. And it just 
was not agreeing with me. So that was definitely a low. But I remembered like I was feeling so burnt out and I was trying to push myself to like keep working, doing all the stuff. And I am a firm believer and I say this all the time on the Get Up and Go podcast that you need to find balance. And like if you feel burnt out, like you need to take breaks. So I was like, I'm going to take my own advice. And it ended up being the high of my week. I took the day off. I literally took like a mental health day and I really needed it. It was a rough week. Uh, but it was so nice. I watched the holiday with Cameron Diaz, like by the fireplace with my tree I just took that like much needed time to just allow myself to like skip the gym to not do anything for like a solid 24 hours and then I came out of it so much more motivated and ready to handle my work week ahead and tackle my goals so it ended up being like a low that was turned into a high Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I can definitely feel the burnout. I can feel like the exhaustion. Right now it's final season. So these next two weeks are going to be horrific for me. <laughs> However, like finding a good balance, like trying to take breaks, because I know like if I don't, I will crash and burn. And I'd prefer to crash and burn after my exams rather than like during my exams. Yes, absolutely. Good luck with your exams, by the way. That's so exciting. Well, it like Definitely hard, but exciting because I know that you're so passionate about it. I see online. Yeah, yeah. I'm just ready to like be done with those classes and move on. <laughs> like I'm just yeah. so done um, by now, but whatever. We'll get through it as always. So let's kind of go into the meat of the episode, why you're on here. And you're here to spill all the tea on becoming the ultimate version of yourself and becoming the ultimate it girl. And let's just kind of talk about defining like the vision, like the number one step to becoming the best version of yourself, which I also repeat on my podcast is you need to know where you're going. You need to know who you want to be. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yes, of course. So I feel like defining your vision is such an essential step in your self-improvement journey when you want to become that girl. And I think like the best way to start becoming that girl is figuring out who she is, like, who is that girl? Like it is truly different for everyone. And the best way or best place to start is of course, Pinterest. You need to figure out what are you after? Are you after a lifestyle, an aesthetic, a feeling, or like all? So you go to Pinterest and I am a firm believer of just pinning everything. Don't think too much about it. Like be like, this is me. I want this to be me. This is my dream life. Anything that inspires you, pin it to a board and call it like her or I am her. Then go and see everything you've pinned. And that is going to reveal the things that you're actually truly after because you'll start seeing similarities. Like maybe there's a lot of pink bloody princess like workout outfits or a lot of smoothie bowls. You can pull out your goals based on the vision that you had when you were just having fun and pinning a bunch of stuff that you wanted to be or that inspired you. And I think that's a great place to start. With that being said, I'm also a firm believer that if you want to become her, if you want to become that girl, like those goals have to mean something to you. You can't just be like, well, someone said on TikTok, this is the goals I should do, or this is what I should do to become like the it girl, the best version of myself. That is great. But if you don't create feeling-based goals, you're never going to be able to stick to them, or it just will lead you to a place where you're still unhappy. Because I think like becoming the it girl, yes, it's an aesthetic and it's a great feeling, but that's what we're after, the feeling, feeling good, feeling confident, feeling beautiful. And you won't feel that way unless your goals are aligned with what you need to work on. So another huge tip when I say, and I won't go too much into depth because I could talk about this for hours. I do have an episode on feeling-based goals recently, uh, but journal. Journal out where you are in life, what you're happy with, what you are like unhappy with, and then go and figure out where, what direction you feel like you are being called in 
based on your journal entries, like extract goals from that and then create feeling-based goals. So instead of being like, I want to work out more and I want to look hot, you can say, I want to work out like three to five times a week because I want to feel healthy. I want to feel good in my body. And I feel like this is going to help me become that girl. Like figure out why you want to achieve that goal. Like what's the feeling behind it? And then use that as fuel on your self-improvement journey to becoming that girl. Number one, first, I love Pinterest. So everything you mentioned about like pinning all the things and especially without judgment, because I think too often we we as humans, like we're always going through a phase. So like, you know, you might have your baddie phase. You might have like, you're going to the gym weightlifting phase. You might have your Pilates phase, but like not having judgment towards those phases and not having judgment towards what you're pinning. And I think it's important to always like check in with yourself because every few months, like I always have like a shift of like, you know, these next months I'm really focused on work and less on, I don't know, hanging out with friends and that's okay. But like not judging yourself based on like a certain season of your life. Yes, that is so important. And I love doing that too. And that's why like, I love Pinterest. I view it as like, just a fun, safe space for me, not like a nitpicking everything that's wrong with myself. Instead, I just view it as like this, like a girly, beautiful, like inspirational app. It's it's like the best form of social media, like because with Instagram, TikTok, everything. I love that. But it also is a huge source of comparison. But I feel like Pinterest is such a safe, fun space. Yeah, like when I wake up in the morning, I don't let myself go on Instagram or TikTok, but I do let myself go on Pinterest because I'm like, it's an app where I can just take all of these dream photos of like what I want to be and inspire myself. And I'm, I never go off of Pinterest feeling worse about myself. I always feel motivated. But when you go off of like TikTok or Instagram, you always feel a bit worse about yourself. Um, And so that's why I love Pinterest just as much. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. All right. So now that whoever is listening has defined their vision. They went on Pinterest, they journaled out who they want to be, they kind of know where they're going. Now they need to start their habits. They need to start making the smoothie bowls and going to the gym and doing all the things that they view their best self to do. So what is the best way to go about that? So I am a firm believer that if you really want to start goals and and stick to them, like to make these goals actual habits that are just a part of you, add new ones first and genuinely start small. I know it's so tempting to just be like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and go all or nothing, but you'll burn yourself out. And that's not going to be a sustainable lifestyle for you. So go with what is easiest first. So let's say if you want to eat healthier, instead of like completely cutting out sugar and you love sugar as do I, uh, start small. So, you know, I'm going to start by keeping my diet the same, but instead I'm going to add a vegetable with every meal I can, or like a fruit in the morning and then a veggie for lunch and dinner. And that is a small, easy way where you're not removing a bad habit, which is far harder to do than introducing new ones in. And because you're introducing easy new goals or habits in, you'll be more motivated because you're going to feel successful because they're easy to achieve. So then once those little things become habits that are just your every day, it's almost like a domino effect where you're like, okay, well, I can do this. So now I can remove like eating sugar past 8 p.m. Or now I can try to eat a really healthy dinner and then maybe I'll have a treat for breakfast in the morning. Like making your lifestyle or these new goals work for you. So that was like the biggest tip I would say is genuinely start small, add goals instead of taking away bad habits first. And then once those new additions into your routine work, then go ahead and start pulling things that you know you really need to work on. Like, you know, we're a work in progress. Like your 
it's, I always say grace, not perfection. And, you know, your self-improvement journey is never going to be linear, but doing that is going to make you feel good. It's gonna make you feel happy. Cause again, it's not something that you're supposed to be like, my life sucks. I have 101 things I have to uh, fix about myself. Like you are great the way you are, but it's totally valid and okay to want to improve yourself and change. But I think having that balance is so important. Yes. And I always say, I was even calling my mom this morning and telling her, it's like, you know, I didn't work out for a few days. I don't feel the best. I wasn't eating the best. I was stress eating, but I'm not going to be mean about myself. Like a year ago, I would have torn myself apart, called me nasty names, and then would just like practically, you know, mentally beat myself up. But now I'm just like, how can I eat healthier today? Maybe I need to add in some fruits and veggies. How can I, I'll do Pilates today. I'll go on a run and I'll really focus on feeling good and giving myself grace throughout the process. Because I think too often we girls get so excited about becoming the best versions of ourselves where when we have like a hard week or a hard month and maybe we fall off of the goals instead of beating yourself up you can be way more successful by saying okay I stepped away from my goal but I just need to approach this with love and I know why I stepped away maybe I was stressed I wasn't feeling good I was too busy but I can just start small and I can work towards becoming the best version of myself without like the toxic mindset and like the very harsh like mean words that you can often say to yourself throughout the process Yes, that is so true. I also find just like self-awareness is really motivating because of course, like I, I love to say, like give your t- like self-balance, literally me this week being like, I am unwell. I'm taking a mental health day, uh, which is so valid and so important. But I also, another thing that I find like to help keep us all motivated is sometimes we feel as busy women with so many goals, wanting to improve ourselves as like the self-development community totally is. We often find ourselves so packed with like our to-do list. We have 101 things we want to get done in a day. We feel like we have no time where that that stresses us out, that overwhelms us, forces us into like a state of burnout, which then we do self-care. But I often try when I feel like, oh my gosh, I have to work out today and then I have to meal prep and then I have to actually go and work my marketing job and then I want to film content for the podcast. I'm so overwhelmed. I stop and say, no, I don't have to do these things like I don't have to go to the gym I don't have to film content I don't really even have to go work to work but I'm doing that because it gives me a result that I need like I work because I want to afford my rent and my bills and beautiful pink fun dresses (laughs) I go to the gym because I get to do it I get to move my body some people aren't able to do that I get to go and invest in myself and feel good and have those endorphins and I think switching it from like you know routines are so good like the that girl it girl routine I'm a fan of it but sometimes things like that become so much like routines, we forget that we're doing it because we want to, not because we have to. And there was the most interesting study that just came, like, it, I was listening to the uh, the Diary of a CEO podcast. I love and, that podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you might know this because it was on one of their recent episodes. But someone came on and they did a study about people's satisfaction in terms of like vacationing. And they asked them like, what were was your like favorite moments of your vacation? And every single person talked about first, the first time I we landed and we got to see the beach, the first drink I had, the first dip in the ocean. But as that week went on where they're on vacation, their satisfaction levels dropped. Why? because it became habits, because they're so used to waking up every day, going, getting breakfast, going to the swim up bar, getting drinks, swimming in the ocean, that by the end of their vacation, it just was like, oh yeah, this is fun. We do this all the time. And they loved it still, don't get me wrong, but their satisfaction dropped. So I feel like we can apply that 
theory to our own lives in so many ways where when we first got a new outfit or when we first started the new job or started the class, we were so excited and so motivated because it was new. And we look for ways to just add fun and new excitement and new opportunities into our lives. And that's why we love to start that stuff. But then as we progress in the class or progress, just working out, it becomes a norm. We feel like, oh, I have to do this. So when you feel like, oh my goodness, like I don't want to do this today, as long as it's not out of a place of like genuine burnout where your body is like, you need to take a rest. And if that's the case, definitely do that. But reframing your mindset of like, I don't have to, I get to do this. I'm blessed enough that I can get to go to school. Some people don't, or I get to go to the gym, et cetera, is so important. And switching up your routine as well. It could be as little as like, I'm going to switch up my workout routine, or I'm going to switch up my meals. Because so many of us eat the same like five dinners throughout all of the months. Try a new recipe, do small things into your daily habits, but like make a, like a make it a priority to integrate new routines within your routine if that makes sense yeah I love that I love just like if I'm feeling a little burnt out you know going to like a coffee shop and working and just that small change of like where I am makes me 10 times more motivated and more likely like to continue working um on the things that I have to do yes absolutely All right. So away from building healthy habits, we're going to kind of talk about finding your confidence because when you think of the ultimate it girls of the world, like, you know, the gossip girls, Serena and Blair, think of Elle Woods, like they're the ultimate it girls and they have this confidence and they have just so much like charisma and personality and they're not really shy and they're not really, you know, hunched over, not feeling confident in themselves. So how can you really build up your confidence and within that, like build up your style and fashion because all of the girls I mentioned are super stylish. I love that you said Gossip Girl, like Blair and Serena. We are so similar. I have a, like my TikTok, I have a whole series dedicated to like Gossip Girl glow up guides with like in-depth information from what I'm about to talk about. So like, I love that we're so aligned, Uh, but it is so true. And like, when you think of yourself as like wanting to be like those it girls that you see on TV or even in real life or on TikTok, there's things that they have in common and it's just like their sense of confidence. Like, like you said, like they walk with their head held high. They're not seeking validation from other people. And I honestly believe it starts with like, if you truly want to be the best version of yourself, dressing the part will definitely help you get there. If you want to be an it girl, if you want to build your confidence, I definitely feel like when we look good, we feel good and you will act more confident. You will go out. It's easier to hold your head up high because you love your outfit. You love your makeup look today and I don't think that is like vain I think that is something that we should totally celebrate as women like if we want to work on our beauty or nurture it that is so exciting and fun um and one thing I would definitely recommend like when you're trying to adopt this like it girl confident style don't feel pressured to stick to an aesthetic I know in the world of like pink bodies princess or like the vanilla girl there's like 101 new aesthetics popping up now I don't feel like you have to just pick one and then stick within it you are the aesthetic so like if you truly want to be a confident it girl don't just follow what everyone else is doing and buy all of the same outfits or shoes or accessories as everyone else be the trailblazer like do what you actually love like what is authentic to you like that is an it girl like when you look at Blair Waldorf all of the little minions followed her style and she paved the way. Like she had the headbands, she had the colored leggings, Serena Vanderwood's in like her jewelry everywhere. Like that was her, her giant handbags. 
find what makes you you and then become the aesthetic. And I feel like that is the it girl. Like that is so new and different. And it makes people look at you and be like, wow, like that is something I haven't seen before. It makes you interesting, which is such an it girl quality. Yeah, I definitely love to explore other like aesthetics and I think I always keep people guessing in my class like I swear the people in my class look at me and I am their entertainment okay because one day I could walk in all pink outfit super feminine super girly and the next day I come in all black outfit like I look like I'm ready to like I don't know take do a business meeting or do something like really you know hardcore and, you know, I just like to keep people on their toes and it's really fun to just explore different avenues of style and not just stick to one. And I, and I the pressure to stick to one is really intense, especially mm-hmm. as a creator. I'm like, ooh, should I post that? It doesn't really fit my feed. And I'm like, well, whatever. Like my feed is my feed. Like nobody mm-hmm. cares that much. Um, So yeah, I definitely feel that. I love that. Yes, you are the girl. I found the same thing with like the, I feel like we both have similar pink aesthetics, but then like I'm wearing black today. I'm like, can I post today? I'm like, yes, I can. I am the girl. Like I, and I want everyone to feel that way. So I love that you are like that. Like life is truly a fashion show. Like make it your runway and just enjoy it and have fun. Like it's too short to care what other people are saying about you or, oh my goodness, like, am I overdressed? Like be overdressed and like totally rock it. I find that that is so important. Like back yourself. Don't look for validation. Like if you want to be an it girl, like Serena Vanderwoodson, Serena would not text Blair being like, oh my goodness, like what is like the vibe for today? Like, how should I dress? Is this too much? No, she would like wear her cool outfit and then walk out and be like, I look good. And like, she would back herself. And like, that is it girl behavior 100%. And I feel like it's something we have to work on. Cause like I get comments all the time too. Aren't you cold in that? Oh, you're so dressed up. Like, why are you so dressed up? And I back myself like, yeah, because I love to look good. Like, I love to feel beautiful. And like, that's all I say. I, I, you don't owe anyone an explanation for like wanting to be you, right? So just own it, rock it, love it. Um, another, just a few other like it girl tips when we're on the topic. Uh, I love having fun with color. I know we're pink girlies, which is amazing. I'm sure everyone listening also probably likes the color pink too. Uh, but I just not wearing like plain neutrals. I love neutrals, but I find like nowadays it's so trendy to wear just like white or black or cream, but have fun with color, have fun with patterns with textures like tweed silk or lace like just do something different something that you love and just because no one else is wearing it again like you can make that your thing finding your signature is like an it girl behavior like the Blair Waldorf headband or Cheryl from uh, Riverdale always wears red like all of those girls are it girls and they all have those defining qualities so if you want to be the it girl find your signature, like wear a signature color or have a signature handbag. I love having a signature scent and I spray it every day. I literally put it in my hairbrush and brush my hair with it. And it makes me feel like I am genuinely Serena Vanderwoodson. So that are, that's all of my tips in terms of like finding confidence in your style. Yeah. And it's so important. I think you mentioned like doing what you want and not necessarily what everyone else will say, because you better bet that I get such a side eye walking into because all my classes are computer science. So it's like 80, 90 percent guys. They're all in. I mean, the typical sweatpant T-shirt uniform, all black or all gray. Like there's zero color in that classroom. I'm probably the most colorful one. And I walk in there. I have so much fun. And sometimes I wear things that some people might deem as like childish. Like I'll wear like a teddy bear sweater or I'll wear stuff with like little bunnies on it. And some some people are like, well, why are you wearing that? And I'm like, 
why not? Because because you don't like it? Well, I'm not dressing for you. I'm dressing for me. Last time I checked. Um, yes. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, sorry. <laughs> it's important to really wear what you want. And it does not matter what other people say, because at the end of the day, if they have something negative to say, it's probably like a reflection of themselves. And like it shows that maybe like nobody will, you know, say anything bad if you're doing less than them but if you're doing more than them if you're dressing up more than them if you're working harder than them they're always gonna have something to say yes absolutely facts I saw the teddy bear sweater I thought it was adorable you're fabulous so (laughs) just to add that in there 100 percent like I love it like and also like okay you walk in and like wearing the best like the best dress girly like the cool colors that makes you interesting like I would want to be your friend in a room full of people like it's like Elle Woods like in a room full of people wearing like the same thing like that one person who's like the breath of fresh air like that makes you the it girl like everyone's going to be gravitated towards you and I feel like it makes you more welcoming like you'll be surprised how many people will go up and actually compliment you I'm sure you experience this too like going and like you meet more friends just because like you are different so people will be gravitated towards you because that's the place to look right you're like the it girl wearing all the cool outfits with a cute teddy bear sweater I would be your friend I feel like it creates a welcoming environment it's like a conversation starter like an icebreaker almost (laughs) yeah for sure and I just noticed that like when I it's a whole domino effect so when you wear something you feel confident and you feel more confident and that confidence you're more likely to put yourself in situations where you meet cool people and you find people that are also interested in fashion or they just are like genuinely interesting people and they're interested in your outfit and so it's like a whole domino effect of like you know do go and dress up tomorrow or the next day whatever you can do your makeup and you're gonna feel yourself like have this like almost energy shift and people will be attracted to you it's not just because of the colors you wear you'll just hold your head up higher and you will put yourself into situations and you'll talk more and you'll be more expressive and that's going to attract more people more friends in your life maybe even a boyfriend I don't know um I'm single so (laughs) for, for me that's not like a focus but I think it's so important that you're doing what's best for you and the right people will come and find you Yes, absolutely. Like you're you're putting out that vibe and then be based on your vibe, the people who are meant to be in your life, rather it be like your boyfriend or a new friend or or even the jobs, like your energy will protrude into the world and the people with a similar energy will pick up on it, will feel it, will love it, and they'll be gravitated towards you. So I absolutely agree. For sure. And I think the last thing, which I mean, we already kind of talked about this when it comes to style, but like backing yourself, being confident in who you are and like handling the people that will give you the side eye that will say nasty things about you, whether it's like right to your face or online or behind your back. How do you handle like as an it girl? Cause you want to handle it elegantly. Like you're not going to go and like say nasty things back to them. How would you handle it in like an it girl elegant way? Absolutely. This is a great topic. I just filmed an episode that's going up in a few weeks about how to handle criticism, but I'll try to be concise. Uh, Essentially, hate is something that we're going to get. It's unfortunate, but rather it be online, people talking behind your back, like the better you are doing in life, the more hate you're going to get. Like think of like the most famous people in the world and like go on their Instagram and scroll through their comments. They get hate. And that's just because the more people know you, the more you're making moves, the more people are going to have something to say about it. So I feel like when you receive hate, 
recognize the emotion. Like that is normal. It is okay to feel upset about it or feel ashamed or embarrassed. That is okay. But just remember after you recognize that emotion that it has nothing to do with you. Like if you think about it, let's say you're upset about a hate comment you got online. How many people, like how many of you have left hate comments on people's videos? Hopefully none, but you would have to be a pretty unhappy person to be scrolling through TikTok and take a second out of your time and like leave someone a hate comment or to actively go out of your way and see someone who's dressed beautifully out at a mall and go and point at her and like, haha, what is she wearing? Like, that's a really unhappy person. So just recognize if anything, I know it sounds crazy, but I like to give people a little bit of empathy because I feel bad. Like, wow, you really think that like by me wearing a skirt is like me doing a whole lot when this is like not even just wait, I could do way better than this. This is like my middle tier outfit. Um, But I just like, I feel bad, you know, because they must be struggling. Like hurt people hurt people. So don't let it get to you. You are often just a mirror of their own insecurities, regardless of like what form of hate you're going to get. People are seeing you often. How about they were going to say, oh, they won't say this, but they might be thinking like, oh, I could never wear something like that. Or, oh, like I don't have that type of confidence. And they don't, don't understand how you could do that. They don't understand how someone could be walking in a room full of everyone wearing sweatpants in a gorgeous outfit. How do you have that confidence to be like an it girl? So they'll make, like, they'll make hate comments towards you or try to bring you down and out of just the sheer fact that they don't understand it like because you were doing different. And people will criticize what is different than their own life choices. And they do that because they want to validate themselves and validate the reasons why they're doing it and make them feel good enough. Like, oh, well, I'm wearing sweatpants and she's all dressed up. So I'm going to hate on her because it makes me feel better that I didn't dress up today. And like, that's not okay, but that's why they do it. So I feel like understanding like the cause, the root cause of negativity allows you to understand that like when you get that, it is truly not about you. Like you can brush it off. You don't have to like give into it. You can like recognize your emotions because that is important and that is valid. Uh, but just back yourself, you know, don't over explain. Just tell tell the person I like what I'm doing or don't if it's a hate comment that's not even re- regarding like your clothing because it girls like Serena Vanderwood's in, you know, with all Gossip Girl and all the tabloids are always in her business. And she just brushed it off. She didn't care. She only cared if, if someone who was close to her, like a friend or family was saying something about her because those are the people she actually cares about. Those are the people who know her for her. So the strangers online or in person, I guess, who barely know who she is, if they're going to go and like try to knock Serena, she's not going to care. She knows that she's confident. She is, she's practiced the self-love. She is workable. By the end of the season, she was healed. So she is not going to let anyone else, the people that don't even know her, like comment on that and take that away and like dull her sparkle, right? It's like being the it girl is truly just understanding that the more you own yourself and own your confidence, the more hate and criticism you will get. But that is okay. If people are talking about you, in my opinion, you're doing something right. So just know that like you are that girl and just keep walking through life with confidence. Keep doing you, keep spreading positivity and don't feed into the haters because they're hating you because they, I know it sounds so cringy, but because they ain't you. (laughs) I mean, you really hit the nail on the head. Like that is exactly why people hate because they're really insecure about themselves or Maybe you, like what I mentioned earlier, maybe you're working harder than them. Maybe you're dressed better than them. Maybe you work out and they don't. And they feel bad about that. And they feel bad about themselves and they will put their insecurity onto you. And I think sometimes when I do get hate, whether it's like in person or online, 
I sometimes have to kind of check in with myself and be like, I'm not going to let myself give them the pleasure of responding. If I do respond, it is with so much kindness and grace and love. They'd be sitting there thinking, did she just hear me? Did you just hear what I said? And I'm like, yeah, but why would I respond back in a mean way? Because I'm not going to, you know, relate. I'm not going to take something mean and make it worse. The world is already a really cruel place. And I want to be someone that can handle cruelty with love and compassion. And like Selena Gomez says, like really kill them with kindness because Sometimes if you're nice to them after they were completely nasty to you, you will leave them speechless and confused. And I like to do that a lot. That is so important. And I find the meanest people often are the ones that need the most love. And it sounds crazy. Like, oh, look, I, is that me, like, bad of me to just give in to someone who's so mean? But I, I don't believe that. I completely agree with you. I think those people who are, like I said earlier, who are like leaving hate comments or just being hateful and mean in person towards you, I think there's just, it's there's so much, it's rooted in insecurity and they're insecure because they're lacking something. So sometimes I just need someone to be like, you were good enough. Like you were okay. Like you were doing a good job. And I feel like then they'll come and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I didn't mean to be like that. I just was. And then they'll be more open to you. So I love that you do that. That's amazing. Well, to finish off this episode, this very great episode, like I've absolutely loved talking to you. What is one thing that you would want to say for a girl who really wants to grow her confidence and just become the ultimate version of herself? Yes. So I would say that, you know, if you don't start now, like you never will, like you will never feel ready to initiate like a rebrand or start working on yourself, especially when it means like you dressing differently or you acting differently, you trying to work on yourself in a way other people will notice it's intimidating, but just start because if you don't, you'll regret it throughout your whole life. If you need to adopt a persona of a confident girl, adopt that that person that you have on the Pinterest board on your who is she list and fake it until you make it, you know, go out and just act like her. And then you can run home and journal about it. Be like, okay, this is what happened today and whatever. And then eventually, because you are practicing those habits, even though it feels so foreign to you and it doesn't feel right, you will become more confident as a result because you are practicing that and even though in the moment you feel like oh my goodness I'm not confident I'm just going up into the room and going and asking that girl to be my friend I would never do that but I'm doing it because you know my persona would so I'm going to eventually one day you'll just be going up to people and you'll be talking to them you'll be confident you will just be wearing whatever you want and you won't even be thinking about it but for now if you are worried about wearing a dress but you like you're like oh people judge me just put on that outfit and rock it even if you feel insecure just pretend that you were confident about it and eventually it will become a reality and as long as you are proud of like what you see in the mirror it truly does not matter what anyone else thinks like be proud of your progress strive for grace not perfection and genuinely never let anyone dull your sparkle and that would be my advice as a little as a conclusion Awesome. Well, I absolutely, again, loved talking to you, love this whole episode. And why don't you leave your Instagram, your TikTok, your podcast, just like mention it. And then I'll definitely have all the links in the show notes. So to all the girls listening, if you kind of love the vibes that Madison gave off, because I sure did definitely go and check her socials out and her podcast out. 
Thank you so much. So yes, I am the host of the Get Up and Glow podcast. It is like self-development glow up vibes, but I post only once every two weeks on that. But on TikTok, which is the same, Get Up and Glow podcast, I post daily self-improvement, glow up, inspo, almost like the same vibes as like the J2014 magazines that don't exist anymore. It's like little daily doses of like glow up, fun, girly content. So the TikTok is at the Get Up and Glow podcast, same with the Instagram. And then if you want to see me like doing the things I talk about on a daily basis, like working on myself too, because again, it is not linear. I am with you girlies working on myself as well. My personal uh, Instagram is madison.haynes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I absolutely loved chatting with you. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. We had, we truly have the, the, the exact same vibes. So this was such a fun episode to film. I love it. Bye-bye.